wake up. Why don't you put on a little makeup? This is Anthony Rizzo. How you doing today? This is my take. The brand is Beat My Meat. How you doing today? How you doing? It is Wednesday the 15th. Uh, that song, System of a Down, Chop Suey, that is 20 years old. I can't even believe that. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, first, before we started getting into the show and everything, uh, I just wanted to say thank a vet today. Uh, thank a service member. Thank a firefighter. Thank a truck driver. A lot of these jobs, they uh, are very, very thankless jobs that go overlooked. I just wanted to take time out to say thank you. America appreciates your dedication and keeping America great. Um, anyway, uh, we want to always make America great, don't we? Let's start with appreciation and uh, let's thank all the people that make it great. Anyway, um, I have a previous show I had brought up about Social Security and uh, I wanted to touch on that before we started getting into other things. Uh, would you give up your tax returns? in return to collect social security and be able to retire younger say age 50 55 say if you could start collecting social security at age 50 would you do it i asked somebody on facebook today and they said ah bah, 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 but then you'd never get a tax return that's your money blah 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 yeah that's true that is your money and that's what you're getting back earlier you're not getting your back, your money back later the next year. What's happening is, is you're having it returned on the back end. Okay, so if you, we if we going forward, we didn't collect another um, tax return. Say next year, I got no tax return. Um, I mean, it would suck, but it is what it is. Uh, if I could retire, say at age fifty, totally would do that. Totally. I mean, no doubt. I mean, if you don't think so, I mean, you could email us and tell us what you think. But I would totally do that. I would have no problem doing it. Because, um, I mean, if you could retire at age 50, you could start traveling sooner. You could um, you could uh, spend more time with your grandchildren. You could have more dinners at home. You could do a lot of things. And I mean a lot of things. I think I think that would be great, actually. Excuse me, had a little yawn there. Um, but uh, I honestly, I think it'd be good for a lot of people. Um, I don't think there's a lot of people that can make it to age sixty-five to seventy, to um, you know, their body starts breaking down. That was my problem. I actually just got news back from the doctors yesterday. I have a fracture in one of my vertebrae in one of my back. So in my spinal cord, you have these vertebrae, right? And I have a fracture in one of them. And three herniated discs. So three herniated discs and a fracture. That's what I'm dealing with. So I now, at the end of the year, okay, this month, the 28th, I have to go for shoulder surgery. Then, um, let's see, in January, February, I'm going to end up having hip surgery. And then I also might have to have back surgery in 2024. This is actually why I stopped working and started podcasting. My, my body just couldn't handle it anymore. I worked, I told you, I worked um, 17, 18 years for the same company. And uh, it was almost 20 years. But anyway, uh, I worked all those years. I worked for about 70 hours to 100 hours a week. And then this year in 2023, I had to stop doing it. 
my body finally just started breaking down. And uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I ended up getting disability. And here I am. I'm now podcasting and a digital creator. Luckily, my house is paid off, so uh, I don't have to pay any rent or anything like that. Just some normal bills, electric bill, car note, you know, normal stuff. But it's rough, man. You know, I went from making $200,000 a year to disability. And that sucks. Uh, I now have to pay for my own health care. I don't get Medicaid. I don't get any kind of food stamps or anything like that. So it's rough, you know. And, you know, I had some people, some people on Facebook were roasting me. They were saying, oh, man, I worked until I was 65. Don't be a pussy. I have a fractured vertebrae in my back. Sometimes I need help getting out of a chair, okay? There is no just suck it up and go to work, okay? When, sometimes I have trouble walking, okay? You can't work like that, especially what I did. I worked in the oil and gas industry, and <laughs> there's a lot of heavy lifting. There's, you know, working outside, hot and cold, ditches, all kinds of stuff. I did all kinds of stuff. Worked on pipelines, worked in uh, refineries, worked in plants, new plants, worked in compressor stations, worked in gas storage facilities. Uh, I did do turnaround work. Um, sometimes I worked at paper mills and stuff like that. Um, just, you know, a slew of different types of work. Worked in labs, all kinds of stuff. So that is the question, is would you give up your tax return to retire sooner? You know, anybody who's a truck driver or maybe you're, you know, police officer or, you know, whatever job you take, whatever job you're out there doing, construction worker, would you would you decide to retire at age 50, maybe, or 55? That would be approximately, what, 10 or 12 years younger? Would you retire sooner and give up your tax returns? I think you'd have to do it. I would totally do it. I mean, I, right now, I, I wish someday I would go back to work. I mean, unless this podcast thing takes off, but I hardly doubt that. But uh, I would totally do it. And the reason why is um, I think that people need to start enjoying their life sooner. It's not that people aren't enjoying their lives. I think they need to do it sooner. You know, a lot of people would like to spend a lot more time with their family and their grandchildren. And a lot of cases, they their bodies are breaking down, too. You know, I know guys who are still in the construction business. They're in the, you know, late 50s, early 60s, and uh, they're breaking down. They can't handle it anymore. I knew guys that had to go back to work. I knew guys who were bankers, and when we had a recession, had to get a normal job, like a construction job, and uh, it wasn't going too well for them. So I really think that, I really think that people... Life is really short, is what it is. And I think that people would rather, I would hope that people would rather enjoy it sooner rather than later. Because, I mean, you know, what if you don't make it to 65? What if you have a stroke? What if you have a heart attack? What if you get killed in an accident, car accident? That's the problem. Now, I the way I see it, here's, and here's how you back this up, okay? If... If you were to say, let's say you retired at 55, okay? Let's say you die at 54 or 53, or let's say you die at 55. Your benefits should pass over to your spouse, even if she's already collecting Social Security. So let's say she's collecting 
1500 a month, 2000 a month, and you would have been collecting 3000 a month. That should pass over to her. That way she can live much better. Now, here's the thing. Here's why we're giving up these tax returns, okay? Because it's to re- not only just retire sooner, but I also wanted to explain this. You use the money from the tax returns, okay, which is roughly, if you Google it, it's 4 to $5 trillion a year, okay? 4 to $5 trillion a year. Maybe it could go as much as 6 depending on, you know, as we get more and more people in the country and more and more people working, etc. But if it gets up to $6 trillion, that's great. Now, if you take that money and you can pay down the national federal deficit, which is at $33 trillion, so you would pay that down, the country's deficit, and you can get that down to zero, and then once you get it down to zero, which would take what? Let's say with the interest, it's a trillion a year. You know, six, seven years it'd be paid off, right? Depending on how much you don't have to dish out, right? So if, you know, you had six or seven extra trillion a year to put towards the deficit, or let's say six trillion, you'd have it paid off in roughly six to seven years. And then after that, now not only do you not have a deficit, now you can start using those trillions to put towards Social Security, and you can also fix things like the healthcare system. You know, once you get back to once you get back to ground zero, I mean, honestly, I would prefer to see, um, I would prefer to see the government take a bigger hand in the healthcare system. Our healthcare systems are fucked. When I say fucked, I mean fucked. There's so many different insurance companies. There's so many different types of policies. There's so many different ways they can fuck you. And it's just not fair. It really isn't. I had, the listen, a lot of people don't like Obamacare and all that. But you know what Obamacare did? And I'm not a Democrat. Obamacare gave 35 million more people health care coverage that didn't have it beforehand. I'll also tell you what also what came with Obamacare. He passed certain laws that insurance premiums could only go up a certain amount each year with inflation meaning they couldn't just charge whatever they wanted. And that's what they were doing. Yeah, no kidding. That's what they were doing. And they were dropping people like flies. So I had a friend. I'll explain this. And this is how I came up on all this. Uh, I also wanted to say at the 15-minute marker, we're going to have music. At the 45-minute marker, we're going to have music. And then at the 30-minute marker, we're going to have two pranks. Um, so it's twelve, almost 12 minutes now. I just wanted to get this out. So I had a friend. Right, and he ended up getting cancer. He ended up getting uh, let me think. It was uh, I think either leukemia, lymphoma. I think it was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Anyway, this was like this was almost like 15, 16 years ago. So he was a family man, worked in the plants, um, and he he um, so he ended up getting cancer. He worked in the plants. He ended up getting cancer, and um, the insurance company ended up dropping him. No kidding. They uh, they ended up dropping him, and he didn't have any insurance. So he ended up having cancer with no insurance, and he was paying into it for almost like 20 years. And then as soon as they found out that he had cancer, 
boom, that was it. They dropped him. He then had no he then had no insurance. He had to pay almost everything out of pocket, and it literally almost killed him. Everybody in his family had to get a job, not even shitting with you, including the work he was still doing for the company he was working for. And this was back in, I want to say like 2006. It was before Obama took office. And uh, But anyway, so before we had Obamacare and some of the laws that took place, um, we actually, they actually could drop you if they wanted to at any time. I mean, no kidding. They could just drop you. They didn't even have to. They didn't even have to talk to you. If they found out that you had an existing um, pre- condition or even a precondition, they could drop you. Oh, they can raise your rates to whatever they wanted to raise it. No kidding. Um, I had one friend. He um, he needed surgery. They raised his rent. His rates. Excuse me. Uh, he was paying roughly about three or four hundred. I think it was. Hold on. I could give you an exact amount. It was about $275, I believe, now that I think of it. And they ended up jacking his rates up to like $1,500 a month. And it was just because he had surgery. That was only because he had surgery. So <laughs> it wasn't some condition where he was going to have to keep paying for years and years and years and years. He just had surgery. But um, uh, back in the day, they would just drop you. Yeah, you could pay into it for 10 years, 15 years, and they would drop you. That's not fair. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's why I say the government should take a bigger leap into it. We'll get back into it right after our song. Uh, It's going to start in about 20 seconds. I'm Anthony Rizzo. This is my take. My brand is Beat My Meat. Okay, we're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok, and we are on Spotify. Spotify, excuse me. And Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and that's it. So this is the 15-minute mark. Let's get some tunes going. I'm going to play a tune, and then we're going to get to the pranks. All right, thank you. Here we go. Into pieces, this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a f*** if I keep my arm Yeah. 
That's Anthony Rizzo. That was Papa Roach. My last resort. That song is. Uh, that's got to be 20 years old also. I, I prefer to play our classics because those were the best ones. I mean, the songs today suck. But uh, getting back to what we were talking about, I'm going to play another song too at 45 minutes. Uh, we're going to have pranks in 12 minutes. So there'll be two pranks at the 30-minute marker, and then at 45 we'll have a song, and then I'll talk till about almost an hour, and then we'll have Corey Taylor at the end. Anyway. Um, the reason why I said that, uh, you know, I wanted the government to get involved in more health care and the hospitals and such, I know a lot of people don't feel this way. They feel that the government has enough of their finger and everything as it is. But you know what? There's too much shit going on, way too much shit going on with these hospitals. One thing, if you go on Netflix, not Netflix, it's uh, Peacock, and you look up Dr. Death, okay? Watch that series and tell me that somebody shouldn't be watching these companies more. If you go and watch that, I promise you, you're going to be like, what the fuck? This guy, okay, neurosurgeon, he, uh, he ended up getting his license, and he ends up killing, like, I want to say, like, four or five people and injuring, like, another almost 30. I mean, some of these people became paraplegics, could never walk again. Um, he ended up operating on, like, I want to say, like, 37 or 38 people, and only, like, four or five of them walked away okay he was doing drugs he was drinking and he had no idea what the fuck he was doing i mean he had no idea what he was doing this guy was working down in texas he was working for baylor and uh the series is called um it's called dr death and you can google it crazy absolutely insane i mean you wouldn't believe what the fuck this guy was doing he, he said he's doing coke dropping acid guy fucks a stripper um, he ends up, I think, having a, I think, yeah, he ends up having a baby with a stripper, and uh, he ends up getting convicted because uh, he's a drug addict, and uh, he ends up hurting a lot of people, and they end up holding him responsible, and uh, he thinks he didn't do anything wrong. So he ended up going to jail, I believe for like the rest of his life. He ended up killing his best friend, and basically... It just goes to show that the healthcare system is flawed. It shows that the the hospitals are not paying enough attention. It shows that um, profit is too much, is is just too important. And on top of that, with Baylor, they didn't want to have a bad record. What happened was, is this guy ends up jumping from hospital to hospital to hospital to hospital, and basically he offers to sue them, otherwise to just let him walk. So he ends up fucking up surgeries. And he basically says to them, look, uh, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Um, you know, if you try to basically throw me under the bus, I'm going to come out and sue you. And they don't want the bad publicity. So they ended up ha just having him, um, what do they call it, giving in like his resignation or, you know, whatever they call it. And uh, he ends up walking um, scot-free after already like killing a few people, injuring a few. And uh, he ends up just going to the next hospital. And uh, starting it all over again. He did this for like, I want to say about two, two to three years. And uh, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. So that's why I think the government, the, these these doctors and surgeons, look, I have the most, uh, most respect for them. Most respect. You know, I've been operated on, I'm going to be operated on. You know, for the people who are doing it right out there, most respect in the world for the guys who are 
care about their patients, for the people who, you know, who who generally want to help people. That that I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you're amazing. Honestly, I know the money's great, but besides the money, fuck the money. You are a good man. You don't want to hurt anybody. You know, I'm sure. Look, everybody's gonna make a living, also. But kudos to you for wanting to do good in the world. Because believe it or not, we need more of that. We got too many fucking pieces of shit who want to destroy it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, for the ones who are not doing the right job, or they're not trained correctly, or they don't give a fuck like some of the others do, well, those people need to be held accountable. And not only just held accountable, but also we need to keep a sharper eye on them. Because if we don't, they're going to kill people. I mean, that's it. They're going to kill people. There's no other way around it. Um, from what I understand, one out of every ten surgeries, goes, something goes historically terribly wrong. Fuck that. Who wants to be on the table? Everybody, listen, as you get older, everybody has surgeries. Broken leg, head trauma, broken arm, car accident. Somebody's going to have surgeries down the line. Okay, Cancer. Cancer fucking kills everything. Kills everybody. So, down the line you're going to end up having at least one, two, three surgeries in your lifetime. So at least one minimum. No doubt about that. So to sit here and say, you know, that to sit here and say that they shouldn't be watched, well, it's just to keep an eye on them during your surgery. But I think they should keep an eye on the healthcare system as well. You know, it's become a big profit. I mean, it's always been a big profit, but... It's just become insane. I mean, it really has. Um, insurance companies, like I said, I ended up losing my job, and I ended up having to pay like nineteen. I think it was like nineteen hundred a month to keep my insurance for the last two months of the year, and that's just insane. Nineteen hundred a month. That's 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 almost half of what I get in disability. I mean. So how are you supposed to afford all your other bills and all your other stuff? Luckily, I have investments. I don't have to pay rent or any kind of mortgage. So we're doing okay there. And as far as food, I mean, we just we just budget, you know, watch how we spend. But we have a little bit of money. But uh, we have also investments and some other stuff going on. But for the guy who doesn't or the guy who gets hurt and or the guy who, you know, didn't cover his ass by have paying for the disability, they're fucked. I mean, really. If we didn't have disability and, you know, I mean, we'd be fucked. I mean, I have friends who um, who are on food stamps. I have some family who's on food stamps. And sometimes they've had to wait since, you know, this whole COVID emergency bullshit's all over. Um, they had to wait like six months, sometimes almost a year to get food stamps or some kind of, you know, benefits. And if you apply to Social Security, <laughs> you'll be waiting a year. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. I know plenty of people. I know also other people. My mother-in-law is on Social Security. I know plenty of other people who are on Social Security, and it takes time. They have to do a whole investigation, and then, believe it or not, I looked it up. Um, they will actually, um, they will kick 50% of the cases anyway. They'll throw them out the window. And so you then have to appeal and then it goes up to 55%. So the approval rate, say, on every first approval, okay, and everybody who applies, the approval rate is only at like 30%, okay? And then the people appeal it, 
the ones who get, you know, who they, they don't pass. Um, and then it goes up to like 55%. But yeah, so you can end up waiting a whole year and not get it. And you could be, you know, you could be disabled. Me, I can't work. You know, some days I can't even walk. And it's terrible. It sucks. I've never been home like this. I've never been, you know, I've never been on workman's comp. I've never been on, uh, I've never even been on unemployment. I never have been on Medicaid. I'm still not on Medicaid. I'm paying for my own insurance. And at the beginning of the year, I'm going to be paying for our insurance as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not getting any kind of Medicare or Medicaid. Um, I'm honestly just a blue collar guy who started a podcast and, you know, just going over the things in America that are fucked up and our health care is fucked. 1900 a month. It's fucking terrible. You know, I'm not rich. You know, I wish I was. But uh, anyway, about two and a half minutes, we're going to play some pranks, but uh, definitely needs an overhaul. Just the whole thing. Just everything. I mean, everything in America right now needs an overhaul. It's like it's like still stuck in the stone age even the justice system's fucked we still got people in jail over marijuana i mean think about that i mean that's a fucking joke marijuana if marijuana should be legal across the fucking books and they should be taking that tax money in every fucking state between medical people who need it and then the recreational use they should be taking that money and fucking doing good with it people should be getting health care people should be getting you know children you know that one in every four children go hungry every night one in every four now listen you might not have kids and you might say fuck who gives a fuck you know i don't give a shit i don't have any kids you know ah, whatever or maybe you know maybe you know maybe there's you know maybe you just don't care maybe you don't want to have kids but for the people who do have kids i mean look even if you don't want to have kids everybody wants kids to eat you know one in every four go hungry in america now those numbers are good compared to say africa but we are the richest company. Company, <laughs> yeah, it's just being ran like a company. Richest country in the world, and one in four doesn't have health care. Uh, um, doesn't have food. Goes to bed hungry, and then there's still millions without health care. It's crazy. The highest state. I looked this up. The highest state without health insurance is actually Texas. Twenty percent of all the workers. In Texas, the people who have jobs, 20% of them don't have health care. It's the highest in the country in Texas. I looked this up. I was double-checking, and that's insane. I mean, that's insane. Did you know that in the South that a black woman has a 50-50 chance, 50% chance of dying during childbirth versus in the North? That's crazy. I mean, that's insane. I mean, what the fuck's going on? I mean, seriously. Um, anyway, it's almost at 30 minutes. Uh, I'll come back with some more stuff once we, uh, once we get back from our pranks. I'm about to play them here. This is Anthony Rizzo, and it's my take. And here we go. Hello there. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Listen, this is Beverly from Tinder Support. How are you enjoying the app? I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, well, doing. we noticed on our system that you are not getting much action. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so I am assigned to help you give a few pointers. Okay? Listen up, please. 
Send your girl over. Try She'll and show smile me. more in your photos. You look like you took a sad funeral selfie. <laughs> your mama should have you should try and use more photos of your head. Hide that gut of yours. <laughs> yeah. Your bio is like really depressing. Just lie. It's better than the truth. Wow. Well, well your mother said you were cute. I really hope that they help you out. Oh, your mama's gonna help me out tonight. Yo, hello? Yes, hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm going to be there in about 10 minutes. What? Quit playing around, dog. You got the drugs? What is it? Don't mess with me, man. You know who this is. Lee, is this Leroy? Just be outside in 10 minutes. If this is Leroy, man, and you're calling me again? I'm leaving right now. Oh, then bring it, dude. Bring it. Do you want the money or not? I do want the money you owe me. We'll sort it all out when I get there. You better have the drugs. I ain't got nothing for you other than I got a piece for you, mother. <laughs> all right. This is Anthony Rizzo. What's going on, baby? This is my take. Anyway, uh, that shit was funny, huh? That shit is insane. I mean, we do prank phone calls almost every day. And it just keeps getting better and better. These fucking people, some of them take it so seriously, it's nuts. Some of them I'm going to play the same because I forget which ones I play. And then other days, you know, you'll get new ones. So, sorry about that. <sighs> anyway, um, so my wife sells shit on Craigslist sometimes. You know, kids' clothes, old, you know, sometimes she'll give away car seats if they're still good. You know, she'll just sell stuff, you know. Stuff we don't use anymore. It might be an old table we don't use out in the garage. So my wife, she'll sell, like, our kids' clothes, right? She'll uh, put them up, and when it's time for them to, uh, you know, when they grow out of the clothes, um, she'll put them on Craigslist, you know, 20 pairs of pants, 20 pairs of, you know, shirts, you know, size, this size, you know, this school age, blah, 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 you know, good condition, bad condition, you know, whatever the fuck. Anyway, so she posts this stuff to Craigslist, and let me tell you, you get a whole lot of fucking weirdos. Seriously. You get a whole lot of fucking weirdos. I'm going to tell you what happened. My wife posts the clothes. She gets a phone call from this guy. Okay. This guy starts asking questions. He asks, are the clothes laundered? Right? Now, if you don't know what laundered means, it means are they fucking washed? Okay. So, are they, are they laundered? She says, yeah. Clothes are laundered. You know, I wash them. Of course, I'd wash them before I give them to somebody. She's selling them for like 50 bucks. Anyway, the, he was asking if they were laundered because he wanted little kids' clothes that weren't laundered. In other words, he wanted clothes that weren't washed. No shit. My wife, he, and he says, he says, his exact words are that I will pay extra. For any clothes, especially underwear, that are not laundered. This guy calls from a block number, by the way. And he's, he, this is not a prank phone call. He's 100% fucking serious. 100% fucking serious. He wants unlaundered clothes, especially underwear. And he wanted to know, my wife 
started asking him questions, and he wanted to meet in a public place. I kid you not. So my wife just, she doesn't know what to say. This guy, you know, he's talk, talking real low like this, and, you know, he's trying to be more conspicuous. Um, my wife ends up just hanging up with the phone, and then I, I ended up hearing part of it because she keeps the volume so fucking loud on her phone that I could probably hear it halfway across the house. So I end up hearing most of the conversation. So she just hangs up the phone, just starts shaking her head. She can't even fucking believe it. And I can't believe it either. She starts telling me, finishing the story, you know, she starts telling me the parts that I didn't hear. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, there's a lot of fucking sick, crazy people out there. And, you know, it just be careful what you post online. There's, there's, there's a lot of sick people. That's the, that's the take from all this. There's a lot of sick people, you know. Just be careful who you let into your house or, you know, who, who comes by if you're selling something because you just don't ever know. You don't ever know. These people, they, they can appear normal, but they're not. They, uh, whoo, could be fucking Ted Bundy for all you know. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's crazy, you know. Anyway, um, do our schools need to be overhauled? I have a question here. Me and my daughter are talking the other day, okay? And uh, she knows I do pranks and I, I, you know, that I call all around. I call all 50 states, right? I call, uh, I'm telling her this too. I call Hawaii. I call Alaska. I call Massachusetts. I call Maine. I call Texas. I call Florida, Georgia, Nevada, California. I do pranks everywhere, okay? I do pranks everywhere. There's no one place where I just sit there and do pranks. I do all the major cities. I've done New York City. I've done Miami. I've done uh, I've done Houston. I've done Boston. I've done Portland, Maine. I've done Seattle. I've done Washington, D.C. I've done Baltimore, Maryland. I've done Georgia. You know, you get the fucking point. I've done Tennessee. So I say to her, look, she goes, look, you're going to run out of pranks pretty soon. You know, I'm not going to be able to do them. I'm going to run out of states. I'm going to run out of places to prank. I said, honey, she's 14 years old, by the way. She's in like eighth grade. I said, honey, I have a whole country I can prank. Do you know how many businesses? Because mainly I do is businesses and I do people on Craigslist, stuff like that. Because Craigslist people put up their ad a number. We have a particular um, prank that calls. Um, you know, Craigslist, people who are on Craigslist, and he says, ah, it's Jimmy, you know, I'm calling from Craigslist, and they say, oh, yeah, yeah. So it really hooks them in good. But, uh, so she says to me, you're going to run out of places. And I said, I'm not going to run out of places. There's a billion places out there, and I got 50 states. It's a playground. I said, I've called as far as Alaska, and I've called as far as Hawaii. She goes, Hawaii? You called Hawaii? I said, yeah. She says, how do you call Hawaii? Don't you need an international plan for that? I said, what? Did, did you just say an international plan? I said, what do you mean? She says, yeah, that's not, that's not part of the country. <laughs> what? Hawaii? Wait a second. I said, Hawaii's not part of the country. You, you don't think Hawaii's in America? She said, no. She's in eighth grade. She's 14 years old. She doesn't think Hawaii is in America. Okay. I have a problem with this. Uh, you need to go back to school, I told her, and study a fucking globe, 
okay, because Hawaii is in America. And by the way, she's passing history. That's the sad part. She's passing history. So she doesn't know Hawaii's in America. Wow. Wow. I, I just, I didn't even know what to say. I was, oof. I was, I was stuck. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, I went, uh, I went grocery shopping for the, you know, for Thanksgiving that's coming up. I did that today, actually. And uh, let me tell you, the prices of shit is getting expensive. When I say expensive, I mean, God almighty. Listen, okay, so I understand inflation has caused things to go up, also gas prices, but why have they gotten, I understand that they go up, but why have they gotten smaller? (laughs) I buy like a bag of chips now, and the bag is like fucking half full. I mean, it was always, you know, not filled all the way up to the brim. I expected that, but now it's not even half, I mean, I went to go buy chocolate-covered pretzels, because I like, that's my snack. I Once in a while, I like chocolate-covered pretzels. You know, I have a cup of coffee or whatever, milk. And, uh, yeah, the bag. I grabbed the bag. The bag is like five ninety nine. It's not a huge bag. It's like it's almost like a little bigger than a small chip bag. And I folded the bag in half. <laughs> and I said to my daughter, I said, I said, where's the fucking, where's the other half of the bag? Half the bag was full for five ninety nine. I said, fuck this thing. I actually just threw them. I, I was disgusted. I always fuck around in the stores. I'm that dad who uh, I'll start picking up pillows and like we'll have like a sock fight in the aisle. I'm that guy. You, you, you know, I can't tell you how many. And people love it, by the way. I get all kinds of parents. They'll be walking by. Not even parents. Even people that just walk there. They're laughing. They'll be celebrating. I've had some join in. <laughs> they're like, you know, they agree with me. Fuck Walmart. I've actually gotten... I've gone to Walmart before. I also go to a few other stores. I've actually gone to Walmart and sprayed their um, fire extinguishers <laughs> around the aisle. <laughs> Let me hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've, I've sprayed their fire extinguishers around the aisle and then just put it right back on. Never got in trouble, by the way. Uh, I've also picked up their, like, intercom phone and started, like, reporting, like, sales. <laughs> I've actually had... No shit. I've actually had Walmart employees come up to me while I was on the phone and not even get mad. They'll actually sit by the phone and chill with me. No kidding. I mean, because they don't give a fuck about Walmart any more than I do. I hate Walmart. I absolutely hate fucking Walmart. I grew up, there were no Walmarts. And I think it should have stayed that way. I mean, yeah, they easy. Yeah, they have a lot of cheap Chinese garbage. Um, A lot of their food is weird. I know they... Somebody said that they dyed their meats. I mean, who the fuck dyes a meat? Uh, I, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but... <sighs> wow. And they put a lot of mom and pop shops out of business. And by the way, on top of that, they make about $50 billion a year in profit. Their um, revenue is absolutely insane. I think their revenue is like, I want to say like five or $600 million. And they treat their employees like shit. Uh, they pay them like shit, and they give them shitty benefits. I have a problem with that. Um, because Walmart employs, I think, like 1% or 2% of America. That's a lot of fucking people. You know, I know a lot of people feel, oh, well, you know, you need real skills, blah, 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 blah. Listen, real skills should get you premium life, okay? Now, I'm not saying wealthy life or even rich life. Premium life. 
premium is my wife drives an Escalade. You know, I live in a four bedroom, three bath, decent house. That's not rich. That's not wealthy. That's premium. That's higher, you know, middle class, mid middle class. That's what you should get for a trade. Or if you're driving a truck or if you're a policeman, you, they should definitely be paid better, uh, firefighter, etc. That should be the premium. You know, if you're a doctor, now you're talking super premium. Now you're talking, you know, lives in a half million, million dollar house, you know, drives a brand new Mercedes, you know. That's, you know, that's platinum. So you got premium, which is upper to middle, you know, middle class. Doctor, who's platinum. You know, rich, who would consider be, you know, gold, I guess. And then you'd have wealthy and I, I don't know what you consider wealthy. Maybe they're, uh, maybe they're like diamond. Okay, so if you work for Walmart or say McDonald's or you know any kind of grocery store, you should at least be at the bottom of the middle class. At least not middle middle class, not upper middle class, but lower middle class. You should be able to at least forge your bills. See, we've been sold on the fact that you know we haven't been given enough to survive. And people have accepted it is the problem. Because, listen, I, listen, I understand that if you don't have skills, that you still, you know, that you're not going to be paid accordingly. I understand that. But when you employ 1% or 2% of America, you need to pay these people at least something to survive on because it is 1% or 2% of America. Listen, if you took 1% or 2% of America and they started taking all those jobs that were the premium jobs, upper middle class, middle middle class, you wouldn't have them. You would, there wouldn't be any jobs. And on top of that, the, the demand would start to go down because there would be so many people doing it. You know, if there was an extra you know, million plumbers or an extra a couple million electricians, all of a sudden the pay is going to go down now for electricians. You wouldn't want that. You wouldn't be able to survive then you would be in the same boat as the fucking assholes in McDonald's. But anyway, we're going to play another song. This is Anthony Rizzo, is my take. But you understand what I'm saying. Listen, somebody who works at McDonald's, you're not going to live a prestige life, but you should be able to afford a fucking one-bedroom apartment and be a single guy. That's all I'm saying. The guy who's the plumber, the guy who has the truck driver, the guy who's in the oil field, the guy who's, you know, helped building America, maybe you're a fucking engineer, whatever the fuck you are. Maybe you're a teacher, maybe whatever. I don't want to say teacher, but okay, let's say you're a fucking railroad engineer or conductor, okay? You should be making, you know, 150 to 200,000 a year, and you should be living that premium where you can buy a, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollar house. The same with being a plumber and electrician. It's 45 minutes. I'm going to hit it now. Here it is.
right, that was Axl Rose with Guns and Roses. Have you ever seen what he looks like now? He looks like somebody who ate Axl Rose. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. I seen what a picture of what he looks like. I swear to God, I didn't think that was him. I I didn't even know it was him. I'm not even joking. Uh, I was like, is that a is that a friggin' like a like a biker dude or I, I didn't know what the hell it was. Anyway, uh, I was talking about Walmart and the employees and salaries, etc. Listen, when you don't pay these people enough, okay, let me explain what happens. When you don't pay these people enough, what happens is, is they end up getting on fucking all these government fucking um, subsidies. In other words, like, we, the American taxpayers, have to pick up the tab. Meaning, when Walmart only pays... 12 bucks an hour or 13 an hour and that's not enough and the government sees that that's considered like poverty depending on what they make etc and they're you know depending on their hours but when the government sees that and considers that like poverty then they get food stamps and all kinds of other you know government programs that they can apply for so we end up fitting the bill the american taxpayer so when walmart doesn't pay one or two percent of america well enough we end up picking the tab up. How does that sound? Why are they not eating into that $50 billion profit? No kidding. It's like $50 billion. I believe there's 13 members that get, you know, uh, I think it's like 13 or, hold on, hold on one sec. I think it's like five or six, no, I got it backwards. It's like five or six members of the Walton family, and they get like 12 or $13 billion each, okay? Let me repeat that. 12 or 13 billion dollars each. No fucking shit. Divvy out some fucking money. Let them get some fucking decent health care and let them fucking get paid. I mean, listen, when, when we say get paid, we're not talking about a fucking nobody's living a lavish lifestyle working at Walmart. But tw- pay them 20 bucks a fucking hour and let them be able to afford it a one, two bedroom apartment. I mean, that seems right, right? You're not going to be fucking driving around any Cadillac Escalades or you're not going to be fucking, you know, you're not going out to dinner every night just because you can afford an apartment. But that should be bare minimum when you employ one or two percent of America. I don't care what you say. And when if you listen, if you help somebody earn a living, you should get paid. And they can do it without raising their prices either. Because if you're sitting there thinking, oh, well, you pay them now 20 now, or they're going to raise the prices up, blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Bullshit. And I say bullshit. You know what I say? I say, A, hire in, a, you'll probably get in a better class of people. Look at Target. Okay? Target employees are not only happy, they are just a better class of people. I notice that you know a lot of people work at Walmart. Not that they're poor class of people, but they don't. They're not happy. They're not happy at their job. They hate their fucking life. I mean, I, I've sat there and stared at them. They look like they. Some of them want to fucking kill themselves. So I mean, and I feel bad for them. And that's just the way it is. But you know, pay them a little more. Get in, you know, some nicer people. Maybe treat them fucking better. Give them some better health care, and you know, it'll it'll lift morale, and it'll be better. You know. Uh, but that's, you know, that's what it should be. But like I said, when when you don't fucking, when you don't fucking pay them correctly, me and the guy next fucking store and the person listening on this podcast has to pick up the tab. How is that fair? Tell me. You know, you're telling me that fifty-five billion or sixty billion or whatever they're taking home in profit—that's not enough. 
So if they took home forty billion, all of a sudden now the Rome is fucking you know, Rome is on fire and burning. No, fuck them. Pay, pay, motherfuckers, pay. I don't give a fuck. I don't care where you get it. The fucking government should be stepping in and be like, all right, you think that's fucking bad? Now we're gonna force you since you want to do business in America. We're gonna force you to give them fucking good health care, pay them a certain minimum, and by the way, we're gonna fucking tax you at say you know, 70%. Then they'll fucking, then they'll be fucking paying. Believe me, they'll be paying. Because if you're not, listen, if you're not, that that's actually a good idea. If you're not going to fucking pay them a living salary in America, okay, and give them proper health care so that we don't got to fucking support them, then we're going to tax you guys like 75%. And we're going to take a big chunk of your fucking profit because we're going to take that money and we're going to subsidize them and we're going to fucking take care of them out of it. That's what I consider fair. And listen, that is totally fair, okay? Because 75% of, you know, 60 billion, that would still leave them with what? 15 billion dollars, okay? That would still leave them with I think there's like six of them. They'd be taking home 3 billion, 2 or 3 billion a year. Okay? I don't feel bad. Fuck them. I seriously don't feel bad. Fuck all them. They're already billionaires. Who gives a fuck? You really give a fuck? Seriously? That's not fair? Oh, they'll raise prices? No. You raise prices? Guess what? We're going to fucking up you up to 90%. You know? It's about time the fucking government gets some fucking balls and says, look, these big fucking corporations who own America, okay, and they're fucking Armstronging us, and they're exploiting us, and they're fucking destroying us, and they're putting out fucking mom-and-pop corporations. Uh, not corporations, but businesses. So, on all fronts, it's bad. You know? On all fronts. You know? You're you're paying them shit. Uh, the people, the customers see they're paying shit, and they act like shit, and the people, you know, look miserable. Um, you have to now take tax money and give them better health care, or give them food stamps, or help them with their rent. And then on top of that, on top of that, um, just it's it's losing all around. It's losing all around, and the only ones who are prospering is fucking is Walmart. The taxpayers lose, the customers lose, and the employee lose. Fuck Walmart. So anyway, um, we're gonna wrap up our show. Uh, don't forget to support Corey. He's a good kid, good guy. Like I said, he used to do drugs. Now he's clean. He's living life. He's an artist. Um, he's trying to make it. Yeah, I know he's struggling right now. He's He's living day to day, but uh, he's a really good guy. He's really trying hard. Um, prayers out to him. Um, I do believe prayers should be back in school, by the way, besides Corey. Um, I'm going to say good night now. Good day. Well, not good night, but good day. This is Anthony Rizzo. This is my take. Beat My Meat is my brand. Reach out to us on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram. Or you can listen to us also at AmazonMusic.com. Our email is beats b-e-a-t-z my meet at g uh 2023 at gmail.com so that's beats my meet all one word 2023 at gmail.com reach out to us uh you can let us know what you thought of the show uh you can comment us heck you can be on the show if you want to give me some give me some songs give me whatever you want but anyway this is our this is our day. I hope you enjoyed episode eight and have a good day.
children bright, ripple is burning, and the girls are getting sick, snorting coke up in the bathrooms while boyfriends pick up chicks, darling I'm lost, I heard you whispering that night in Fountain Square, trash filled streets made me wish you were heading home There was love inside the basement where that woman used to lie In a sleeping bag we shared upon the floor most every night And darling I'm drunk in everything that we love Turn to stone to pack your bags and just come back home. And I'm wasted, you can't taste it. Don't look at me that way, cause I'll be hanging. From the rope, I will haunt you like a ghost. If my woman was a fire, she'd burn out before I wake. Be replaced by pints of whiskey, cigarettes, outer space. Somebody moves, and everything that we have turns to stone. So pack your bags, come back. And I rode this on an airplane where the people looked like ants And the woman that you loved was gone She's bombing East Japan Don't fucking move Cause everything that we have will turn to shit But we've got a lot Don't you dare forget Cause I'm wasted You can taste it Don't look at me that way Cause I'll be hanging From a rope I will haunt you like a ghost